0: Welcome, and thank you for tuning in to the Elevate with Erica podcast. I'm your host, Erica. My mission is to connect with you through our stories, and in that process, spread inspiration for you to go do amazing things with your life. I had crushed that, this is the way to the perfect job, marriage, and kids checklist, and was left unhappy, stressed, living paycheck to paycheck, and unfulfilled. I knew there had to be more to life than wishing away the week until Friday, and so I found that proof. And that's what I'm here to do for you and with you. Are you ready to create a life that gets you excited? Then Elevate with Erica. Grab a bottle and get comfy, friends. It's time for some unfiltered advice. Hello, friends, and welcome back to another episode of Elevate with Erica. I am so excited for the next couple weeks, but my goodness, does it feel like I have so much on my plate? Do you ever feel guilty for complaining when it's all great things, but you're just overwhelmed by it and not sure how you'll do it all? I think this is especially common for moms, and I know parents in general too, I'm sure. But I know kids' sports seasons are approaching, and especially if you have multiple children. You feel like you're living at the fields, and you're also somehow supposed to do laundry and cook and make sure homework is done. That's the only reason I dread the season of sports for my kids. And I used to feel bad saying that because some parents seem like they just pull it off so effortlessly, and also I was one of those parents who was not really excited about the infant stage. I actually used to say I couldn't wait to watch them play sports, so... Yes, I do love actually watching them play, but it doesn't mean that it doesn't make life really hectic, and it doesn't make it any easier to get through. So don't feel bad if this is you too, because it's me too. Let's own our struggle. Be honest about it. I think that's the best thing we can do as parents is to be honest, because we need each other. Parenting is hard. I'm not out here to make it look like a piece of cake. Some days I want to hide in my closet and eat Cheez-Its and drink box wine. And some days I want to bake snacks for their entire baseball team and watch their every move from the sidelines. That's the truth. Just because someone else's struggle may be bigger or just because what we know is going on in the world right now is happening, it doesn't make whatever you're struggling with any less worth acknowledging. You know, it's like when I was complaining about gas prices last week and someone said, well, at least you're not paying what we're paying here. You know what? That doesn't freaking help me, though. You know? (laughs) Like, you don't get to invalidate someone else's struggle because you think yours is bigger. I still need to figure out where the extra money is going to come from to get my kids to school, to get the groceries, to run to doctor's appointments. Life is heavy. Can't we just support one another, show some extra compassion and kindness, right? Anyway, So as I get ready to tell you I'm a little overwhelmed by the next couple weeks in my life, I want you to know that I know that I should be grateful, and I am, but that it still feels like a lot to balance because it is. Running my own business, leading other women to success in their business, helping my challengers see results, pushing through a huge program launch that had supplements sell out in 24 hours... Planning for our first camping trip this weekend as a family. And if you camp, you know it's a lot of work on the front and back end. And if you have kids, it's a lot of work in the middle too. But we love it. It's a labor of love, right? Keeping a new podcast episode pushing out bi weekly during all of this, maintaining my weekly newsletters for those on my email list, leaving for Punta Cana for five days, two days after we get back from camping. All the laundry between those two trips and making sure the house is presentable for my amazing in-laws who house it for us while we are gone. And so much more things on my plate. Last weekend, I was so overwhelmed with to-dos and I was letting them bounce around in my head and also dumping them onto this massive to-do list that I keep running on my phone that never actually gets checked off because I'm constantly adding to it. Does anyone else do that? It's not working for me anymore. This collision of things in my life has forced me to cut that crap. It was leaving me feeling overwhelmed, paralyzed even. And like I never accomplished anything because I could never get to the bottom of it. So I have to tell you about something new I did. And I also created a reel on Instagram too, if you want to go check it out. After feeling overwhelmed all weekend and like I was just running in circles, I woke up Monday morning and did a total brain dump. I took out a blank sheet of paper and wrote down everything that was bouncing around in my head that I needed to get done over the course of the next three weeks. Then I found a free monthly formatted calendar online and I wrote out the dates for the next few weeks. Then I went down that brain dump list, and I wrote in those things on the calendar on the days that they actually needed to be done on. Because in my head, it felt like they all needed to be done right now, and I didn't know when I was going to do it, and I didn't have enough time, but that wasn't really a true story. I mean, you could definitely do what I did in your phone if you prefer, but I'm a pen and a paper girl. Something about writing something down is a release for me. So let me tell you something, just doing that was a huge weight off my shoulders. I instantly felt so much better, and I hadn't even checked anything off yet. But my to-do list didn't seem so daunting. It seemed totally doable and realistic, and I had a focus set for each day. Busy, yes, but nothing I couldn't handle. So now I can be nice to my husband again. (laughs) Does anybody else totally shut down when they're overwhelmed? My poor husband gets the wrath. But hey, I have found a solution. As simple as this may sound, I had never done this before, and it's a game changer for me. I'm already planning to go buy a monthly calendar from the store to continue this after these three weeks. I feel so much better. And now that I'm three days in, I have been so much more productive. I can't believe how I fly through these daily to-dos and how good it feels to get to the end of the day and actually have a totally checked off list. Because before, I was like running through my day, trying to do it all, bouncing back and forth between things, just totally unfocused, adding more to my to-do list as they would pop in my head. But now I don't have to worry about when I'm going to do things Between these trips, how I'm going to get this and that done. No, I know exactly how and when I will get everything done over the next three weeks. It's also kept me from keeping myself distracted with busy work. Things that weren't really important, but were allowing me to not have to think about my massive, daunting to-do list. Now I want to get to that finish line every day. Because there actually is a clear one. In the future, after these three weeks of traveling throughout, I can see how I can use this to get things done more around the house too. It's it's like my new way of getting shit done, y'all. And you got to try it. If you don't already do it, just plan out one week in front of you even and see how it feels. See how much more focused you are and how much more you get done. But look, prior to this, Whenever I felt like I was drowning, I would take it out on my husband and my kids. And I created this narrative in my head that no one helped me, no one cared about me, or else they would just know I was overwhelmed. I would tell myself I was stuck, I couldn't do it all. And I would, in fact, drop the ball on a lot of important things. I've never let this podcast fail, but I've failed to check in on my challengers and coaches. I've failed to get out my weekly newsletter. I've forgotten important things going on at my kids' school. I even forgot my own anniversary last year until my husband said, So, where do you want to go to dinner? And then I said, For what? He probably doesn't know I forgot because I then played that off pretty well, but I definitely forgot, y'all. But here's the thing we are never stuck. I wasn't stuck in those moments of overwhelm, I was choosing not to move, I had choices. But instead, I chose to sit there and feel sorry for myself because I had a lot to do. And I allowed those feelings to take over instead of being productive, instead of helping myself, instead of, like I did on Monday, making a choice to make new moves or asking for help. My current moves weren't serving me any longer. My life, my business, the increased travel, I could no longer skirt by with a to-do list in the notes in my phone. You know, side note, that's why you can't be in a hurry to get where you want to go because you miss the growth that happens during the journey. Yes, I want a seven-figure business one day, but I couldn't have ran that with a to-do list in my phone, right? I needed better systems. And I'll continue to create those as I get to where I want to be. You're not where you want to be yet because you're not who you need to be to be successful at where you want to be, right? (laughs) That makes sense. I have coaches who join my team and wonder why they aren't rolling in the dough in two months. And here's the thing, trust me, you're not ready to be in the top 10 of whatever company you're in because you wouldn't believe the scale that those people are operating at. You wouldn't believe the systems that they've had to build to get there and the team of people that are helping them now. You're not ready yet. Anyway, back to feeling stuck because I could do a whole another episode on that topic. Getting off track here. I felt stuck in my first marriage because of the debt. I felt stuck in my last job because of financial obligations and the degrees I had worked so hard for. But I wasn't stuck in either of those things, right? I was just choosing not to move. I had choices. It doesn't mean that they were easy choices, but I had choices. Where are you telling yourself you're stuck? Yesterday, I had on my to-do list to check in with my challengers. It's been on my to-do list for longer than I care to admit, by the way, but I'm not here to appear perfect to you guys. But guess what? It finally got done, thanks to my new method. Anyway, I wanted to check in with challengers that signed up with me, but that I hadn't heard from and didn't see them posting in my challenge group. I wanted to know how they were doing, what was going on in their life, if they were working through any of our programs. You wouldn't believe how many had told me that they had fallen off track the last few months. You just wouldn't believe. And I got to tell you, they sounded pretty defeated. They were super hard on themselves. We're always the hardest on ourselves, right? But so much has happened over the last several months, the holidays. And I don't think I know someone who did not get sick. Plus, parents having to take care of their sick kids. In addition to everything going on in the world right now, it's heavy. It's a lot. The biggest mistake you can make, though, is being hard on yourself for how you're handling it. That's like if your son is not playing like his normal self in a baseball tournament and you walk up to him and tell him that he sucks. You're not helping him. You wouldn't do that, I hope, right? (laughs) I mean, (laughs) you're not going to help him. It's definitely not going to make him do any better. In fact, you've probably made it worse. And that's exactly what you're doing to yourself when you beat yourself up for falling off track. You don't have to stay there. Celebrate the day you make one move to get back on. Don't wait for the day when you can make this huge move. Just just one small step to get back in the right direction. If you feel like your workouts or your daily walks have fallen off the last few months, go for a walk today. Give your body a stretch today, just move. If you feel like your nutrition has fallen off the last few months, plan a healthy meal today, pick a recipe, cook it tomorrow. It's still a step, right? You're not stuck. You have choices. It may not be ideal choices, but you have choices, and one is always to stay exactly where you are right now. But you don't have to pick that one. That's just usually the easiest in the moment. And that's why you choose it. And you know what? Sometimes that's okay temporarily. But don't stay in a place where you're not happy for long. And please stop telling yourself you're stuck because you actually start to believe that bullshit. Stop identifying with your bullshit. You're not stuck. You're not not a morning person. You're not a failure because you can't lose weight. You're not a quitter because you can't finish a workout program. You're not stupid because you made a mistake. You're not a loser because you didn't get the job. You're not a horrible mom because you yelled too much yesterday. That's all bullshit. All those things are an opportunity for you to make new choices, to find a new door, to try something new. To let go of patterns and behaviors that maybe worked for you at one time, but aren't working for you today. Opportunities for you to have to get uncomfortable, maybe. But we know that's where we grow, right? But I need to throw this in here too, because I know that life has not been easy the last few years. And I have to tell you, I feel like I've been lucky to at least be in a profession that I love so much, and that's definitely helped keep me feeling positive. If I was still in my old job dealing with all that's happened over the past couple years, I'm not sure how well I would be holding up right now. And I feel for you guys in industries that were directly affected by what we've all gone through. I mean, most industries were. But some of you more than others. But... Feeling so good in the job I'm in and having that help me have some positivity over the past few years it's is just another reason I know I made the right choice when I left that job in 2020. Thank you, self, for putting you first. Sorry, I never miss an opportunity to pat myself on the back for that because it was the scariest thing I've ever done. But I understand if you rolled your eyes at me over the last five minutes for telling you that you aren't stuck, you just need to make different choices. Thank you for not turning me off, at least because you're still here. But I say that to you out of love because I've been there. And I'll be there again. And that's when I'll know it's time for another pivot. Time for new behaviors and systems. It's a call to grow. Think of that the next time you're feeling stuck. It's like when a plant outgrows its pot, you replant it. Don't let it die there. Don't suffocate yourself by identifying with your bullshit story that you're stuck. Maybe you've been living in survival mode the last few years. I totally get that. I'm so glad you're still here today. Mental health has not been great, right? We see that. So don't trash yourself for what you've been doing the last few years or not been doing. And don't trash yourself like some of my challengers did for falling off track the last few months. You're here today. You have choices. You survived the last few months. Even if that's all you did, that's pretty freaking huge in these times, don't you think? It was exhausting to just be the last couple years. And I'm proud of you. Now, how can we make your life better? Because while I'm here to support you and let you know you aren't alone, I'm also here to be that girlfriend that's going to not let you settle for a life that's not amazing. So that's what I want to talk about. What can you do to get unstuck? It doesn't need to be those grandiose things. It's just one step in a new direction today in a direction that gets you back on track or unstuck. It's the journey that's the real reward. You'll get where you want to go if you stay on the path, but it's staying on the path. That's the hardest part, right? So don't look at how far you have to go or how, how far you fell off. Just take a step and then tomorrow take another one. All right, guys, I'm going to wrap this episode up today, and if you were feeling stuck in any area of your life, in your job, in your health goals, in your relationships, in a place, whatever, I hope I've sparked a little fire in you to want to find a new way to move. Because that's all it takes. New moves to take you to new places. Old moves will only take you to where you are today. Let's raise our glasses for a cheers, rock stars. I sure hope you still like me after a little tough love today. Grab your breakfast, wine, coffee, water, whatever you're drinking to hydrate today. No judgment here. And let's do this. Cheers to your surviving the last couple years. You made a choice to just keep getting out of bed and face the day, and that's a win. Now you're here today, and maybe you're feeling stuck in old patterns, feeling like you fell off track, feeling like you're behind, but you get to decide to stop identifying with that BS. You're not stuck. You have choices. You've just been choosing behaviors that keep you where you are right now. And I know they feel good in the moment, but they are holding you back from the life you're really capable of living. Let them go and let yourself grow. Growth is painful, change is painful, but nothing is as painful as feeling stuck where you don't want to be. Until next episode, friends. E.